Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. Hello and welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. I thank you for joining me once again for episode 121 of the podcast. Um, before we get started, though, I mentioned something at the end of last yesterday's episode that um, was kind of a spur of the moment thing that I thought up, and I wanted to bring it up now and um, encourage you guys to participate. As you know, you can contact me anytime. I have uh, a, a podcast phone number, email, the discussion groups on herohabit.com. It's pretty easy to get a hold of me. And what I wanted to do, I thought it would be fun, is since we're all, or many of us, are sheltered in place right now as this coronavirus thing goes on, and those of us who aren't are working in these uh, more at-risk places, whether it's grocery stores or hospitals, we are, you know, if we're working uh, out of our home, we're at a higher risk. And I was just wondering if there is particular music by the Kinks or the Beatles, that's getting you through this? Is there an album that you revisit, uh, you know, during these times to kind of break up the monotony of, of staying home for weeks at a time? Is there a song that speaks to you um, as you handle just the weirdness of this whole situation? None of us have really lived through anything like this before. Um, so I want to know, is there a Kinks or Beatles music album, particular song, whatever it is, that is uh, really speaking to you right now, either as a way of coping with things or as kind of like a, uh, boy, this song is kind of about this situation, even though it's not kind of thing. So go ahead and reach out to me, 925-494-1739 or kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. And just let me know how the music of these two great bands or any of their respective members is um is impacting you or helping you through this whole stay at home quarantines uh, shelter in place isolation kind of thing but today we are talking about the song long 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 which was written by George Harrison and released on November 22nd 1968 on the Beatles also known as the White Album and this song has never been one of my favorite Beatles songs I, I've, you know, liked it fine. You know, it, it is what it is, but it's not one that I revisited very often. It's not one that um, I listened to. Even when I listened to the White Album as a full album, this was one that would occasionally get skipped. That was until 2018 when Giles Martin um, did his remix of the song. And I think of all the tracks on the White Album, Long, Long, Long might be the one that benefited the most from the remix and also uh, had new life breathed into it. Because suddenly this is one of, uh, 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 still not one of my favorite tracks, I'll be honest. But it's a beautiful song that's finally getting the, the, the treatment it deserves. We'll get more into that later. 67 takes of long, 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 
were recorded before they had their best final take. And those sessions were on October 7th, 1968, during a 16-hour session. Um, this was the only new song that was recorded during that session. The rest of the session was devoted to uh, mixing down and, and, and tape editing and stuff like that. But it was a 16-hour session for the quote-unquote Beatles. Now, who knows how much they were there for some of the more technical stuff. But regardless, they did 67 takes of long, long, long. Um, the sound at the end of the recording was actually recorded on these first takes. And it's a, it's a famous story, but there's a, there's a rattle at the end, you know, the, as the song kind of is um, done and there's kind of this coda of like organ tones and drum rolls and this kind of moaning vocal that goes over it. Uh, there's this rattle on it. And the rattle is actually a wine bottle that's sitting on top of the organ speaker. And when Paul hit a certain note on the organ, uh, it caused that bottle to vibrate in a certain way. And that was accidental, but it was intentionally put on the album because it wasn't picked up really strongly originally they actually went back and mic'd it and and redid that take to intentionally grab that sound and Ringo's drum work underneath it which is mostly just a snare roll um was actually recorded for the wine bottle it was it was like a happy accident that they capitalized on and then fleshed out into a fully formed idea uh, John's not present on any of the sessions for this song. He's not on this album. This is a Threedles recording, um, like many George Harrison songs. Paul added bass and George added some more guitar um, the following day. And then October 9th, Paul did his background vocals and a piano track played by Chris Thomas was added. So the whole thing is done between October 7th and October 9th, 1968. Now, on the track listing of the White Album, this fo this song follows Helter Skelter, which is long, it's loud, it's bombastic, it's electric guitars, and, and Ringo screaming about blisters on his fingers. And then we come back, and it's just this quiet acoustic guitar opening and a, a falsetto, very restrained Harrison vocal. And in a lot of ways, it is. Uh, a contrast like I Want You, She's So Heavy into Here Comes the Sun uh, off of Abbey Road, where we have this loud, uh, you know, rock and roll song followed by the, uh, the quiet, acoustic-driven song for uh, from Harrison. But... On Abbey Road, there's a side break in between there. I want you to end of side A. Here comes the sun's the start of side B. On the White Album, Long, Long, Long is actually the side closer. It's side three. It's a double album. It's side three. Helter Skelter's track six. Long, Long, Long is track seven. So this was an intentional. They wanted this contrast um, to be heard in this way, in the same way that we hear it on CD, unlike... Abbey Road, where it is a contrast best suited for, for compact disc. 
But the problem was, is that the mix was incredibly soft. So on top of it being a quiet, acoustic-driven song, which was enough contrast on its own, the volume from Helter Skelter's 10 and Long, Long, Long's 2 was, I think, a lot of the reason that I skipped this song most of the time. Because it's possible to have a quiet acoustic song that still has volume to it and still provides you that contrast. And that's what this 2018 remix did. Aside from the remix really accenting um, Ringo's drums a lot more, the whole mix is brought up so that instead, so that it's just quieter. Before it was completely lost. Helter Skelter to Long, 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 it's completely lost. Now it's just quieter. It's just a mood shift. And I think it works so much better with this new mix and this new volume. Now, speaking of Ringo's drums, it's a very cool... He doesn't drum hardly at all through the verse. He doesn't keep time really until the chorus. But then he accents the phrases with these just huge drum fills that just come out of nowhere. It's like uh, you're sitting you know, out on the grass and just enjoying a cool breeze. And there's nothing around. All you hear is the leaves rustling. And then all of a sudden, a clap of thunder right above you, right? He's coming out of nowhere with these drum fills. But if you listen uh, to the acoustic strumming on George's guitar, during these drum fills, they're actually rhythmically synced up. George will, you know, he's for for a long uh, bit of it, simply strumming. Uh, tones, just straight, you know, downstroke dotted quarter notes. Because this song is written in six eight. Uh, although I would, I would debate that with you. But then when he gets to these fills, he actually does a more rhythmic thing, and Ringo is echoing that rhythmic thing, or not echoing. He's playing along with it, and it's a cool device. Who knows if George is copying Ringo or Ringo's copying George, but it is, it's a real tight, precise, um, way to, to record these things. And it, and it adds a little power to these huge drum fills that it's not just the drum fills providing these kind of weird syncopated rhythms. These are, these are fills like you're falling down the stairs. You go, doom, za, doom, ga, doom, ga, diga, da, da, right? These are not, you know, bump, bump, booga, dump kind of fills. So like I said, listen to the acoustic guitar and that it's all sounds it all sounds better on this new remix from 2018. Uh the song according to the official published sheet music is in 6/8 with a, a 16th note triplet shuffle. I don't buy it. I think it's uh, in it's in 3/4, but what do, you know, what do I know? And chordally, harmonically, it's actually kind of interesting because it is similar to what John was doing with Sexy Sadie. On this one, for the actual start of the verse, George starts on a B flat chord, then goes down to A minor, then G minor, then F. And, you know, when we talked about uh, Sexy Sadie a week or two ago, however long it was ago, we talked about this movement that John was doing where he was just going down the, the fretboard on the guitar. And George is kind of doing the same thing here. He deviates 
uh, a little bit more from that pattern once he gets to uh, how would I have ever lost you. But the foundation of this har- harmony is very similar to Sexy Sadie, which is on the same album, which is the only reason I bring it up. So that's long, long, long. I encourage you to to take a listen to it. I'm not going to sing it because I don't have a good falsetto and um, you really can't do this without the falsetto. But go track down the 2018 remix because it is, I think, light years better than the 1968 original mix and really makes this song. I wish I'd heard this mix when I first bought the White Album 20 years ago because I think it would have given me a new appreciation, a better appreciation for the song. I have a new appreciation for it now. Um, like I said, give me a call, 925-494-1739. Email me, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com, or join our discussion groups at Hero Habit. And um, you can also, while you're there, donate $4 a month to help keep this podcast going and ad-free. And um, as a thank you for doing that, you will you will receive bonus content early before it goes onto the main feed. And as always, swing by iTunes and give us five-star rating and a review so that we can keep um, growing this podcast to a new audience. All right. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.